the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon and greetings to you. Thanks for coming along. The Tuesday edition of The Ride Home. Gorgeous out there again. A little chilly. Kind of rainy, but uh, feels nice, doesn't it? I don't know if I'd call it chilly. Oh. Think it's chilly? I was chilly this morning. I had a hoodie chilly. on this morning, sitting outside. Really? Yeah. Okay. Weren't you, you weren't chilly. I didn't think it was chilly. Hmm. I thought it was a little damp. Damp. I would say chilly. Definitely thought it was damp. I don't know, Kath. Anyway. <laughs> Me neither, John. It's Tuesday. I Me neither. I just thought, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What's going on with you? Well, um, the pod's gone from the house. I announced it on Friday's mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm, yeah. I know our listeners just waiting. Oh, my God. A pod update. With bated breath. Well, <laughs> oh. you know, what could possibly be You've heard that. that. Uh, the, now there's an old Volkswagen where so the pod used to be. So the pod's gone. Mm. And, um, you know, moving in back into the house, yep. which is, you know, exciting. exciting. We're really, really happy for it. Here's the only thing, Joe. <clears throat> yep. To get the things, to get the pod emptied so it could be taken away so we could stop paying for it. And so we've been paying a monthly fee for 10 months. It's a long time. We had to move things. You having a little beverage there? <laughs> I like a little beverage. Sure. I look forward to a beverage. Sure. And, and, well, that's not disrespectful. No, no, no. I mean, I, all of a sudden uh, I was like, well, it seems seems loud. I'm yeah. heightening my enjoyment, actually, listening to your pod story and having <laughs> a beverage. It's not that good of a story. No, it's good. It's really not that good of a story. It's on the radio. Anyway, That'd be pretty good. So we had to move, John, the things out of the pod into the house, and some of those things have to be sold. There are things that there's not enough room for. You know, we weren't really sure what we were going to have enough room for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so we held on to some things that now we don't need. So now the garage is packed. Right. So we want to introduce you to our new segment, Flea Market on the Air. <laughs> Kathy's garage is being empty. I'm going to read. If you need an electric mm-hmm. range. 1-800-320-8255. She's got the six books. Of, Are you interested in an right. office chair? It's luxurious. Stop on by. You might enjoy it. <laughs> anyway. Um yeah, so that's where we are right now, John. That's what I've been sorting working on. Sorting through the sorting free. Through, right, the, trying to figure out I need to post things on Craigslist. I need to, you know what I mean? I need to get on it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I am. That's an awful lot. Isn't but, it a lot? But at the end of the road, there's freedom. There is freedom. Right? There is freedom. And the, the most important thing I could do for my spouse right now is to clean out the garage. Sell everything. Uh-huh. Just give it away. Just he, give it away. Right. He just like... Because he wants to get the car in there. Exactly. Right? He hasn't had his car in the garage in... Almost, Almost a year. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's got a new kitchen. Yeah, that's right, so he's fine. So what the heck. All right, uh, new stories for the day. It's a, it's a busy I day. Have a, I have a thick stack here. Okay. Well, give us the Cliff Notes version <laughs> of, the, of the thick stack. I like that. I have a click, click, thick stack, and he's like, I don't want to hear it. No, just give us the short, short one, okay? All right. All right. Without further ado, please give us the top four at four. For Tuesday, June 7th, 2022... Mm-hmm. Should I begin with number one? Oh, please. Don't keep us in suspense. <laughs> Make it a good one. 
It's not a good one. The former commissioner of the Buffalo Fire Department, whose 86-year-old mother was fatally shot at a grocery store in Buffalo last month, pressured senators to address the rising threat of domestic terrorism, asking if, quote, there is nothing that you personally are willing to do to stop the spread of extremist ideology at the root of violent attacks in recent years. Quote, you expect us to continue to just forgive and forget over and over again. And what are you doing? Asked Garnell Whitfield Jr., whose mother Ruth was among the 10 people shot and killed in the attack at Topps Friendly Market in Buffalo on May 14th. Quote, you're elected to protect us, to protect our way of life. I ask every one of you to imagine the faces of your mothers as you look at mine and ask yourself, is there nothing we can do? Amen. That's from CBS News. Number two, a profile piece really interesting in the Wall Street Journal today on the Chernobyl nuclear plant. Talks about what happened when Russian forces came into Ukraine and occupied the plant, prompting many observers to fear that fighting could lead to yet another disaster in the small town, which is 20 miles from Ukraine's northern border with Belarus. John, I thought of you when I saw the story because you went and stayed in Chernobyl for a week a couple years ago. Yep. And so I know that you think that those people are unbelievably sweet and long-suffering. And so reading the story, it made me think of how much they have suffered again Mm -hmm. and are suffering again. The fear, because the fear was the Russians didn't know how to operate Chernobyl. It's still active. It's still being used in and around the area. Uh, Heaven help us. So apparently the Russians have left, and the Ukrainians are once again operating um, the, the reactor. Yes, except, the site. except when the Russian soldiers left, they completely wrecked the place. <clears throat> Television monitors ripped off walls, doors broken, equipment destroyed. Tank tracks can be seen across the Chernobyl exclusion zone, as well as discarded green lunch boxes, which officials say belong to the Russian soldiers and are now likely radioactive. They completed it as a parting gift with a pile of human excrement. The poop was icing on the cake. Mm. The director of Chernobyl said in today's Wall Street Journal. Actually, it's a very uh, interesting piece. It's on the front page of the journal today. Number three, Pennsylvania's Commonwealth Court ruled that Allegheny County District Attorney Stephen Zappala Jr. did not follow the law when he dismissed private criminal complaints submitted against Pittsburgh's former mayor and city council over gun control legislation Mm. they approved three years ago. Zappala should have investigated the complaints, the court said. Um, so he said, I'm not going to hear your complaints. I don't care what your complaints are. Um, he refused to accept them. His office said that until the city of Pittsburgh cited someone for violating the gun legislation, he could not consider a private criminal complaint. And the judge said he was wrong about that. He said, quote, they simply, judges, cannot dismiss things out of hand. It sends a very poor message to district attorneys across the state that they can loosely decide which complaints they investigate and which they don't. And number four, summer nearly here and something fun going on downtown. The U.S. Steel Tower Plaza wants residents and workers to enjoy some nice weather with some outdoor office space and some drinks after work. The Pittsburgh Downtown Partnership announced, this is from today's Trib, the opening of the three outdoor workspaces and a new pop-up beer garden at the Steel Tower Plaza at 600 Grand Street in downtown Pittsburgh. Hmm. And that is your top four at four. When's the last time you were anywhere near 
the steel building. Which is exactly why they're doing this. Right. Yes. The the article goes on to say that downtown visitors have rebounded well since the pandemic really? began, with 87% of visitors returning to downtown. However, only about 40% of office workers mm-hmm. have returned. And so they thought if they made a nice, welcoming outdoor workspace that people could utilize, that maybe that would cause people to want to come back. So Braddock-based Brew Gentleman is opening a beer garden serving a variety of craft beers. Um, it's open Tuesdays to Saturdays, 3 to 8 p.m. There are three outdoor workspaces, which are first come, first serve. Um, and you can go out and have meetings there. You can have, you know, a libation post-work or before work, depending on when you're doing uh, work. When you're Three doing, to eight. Hopefully not. Three to eight. Hopefully not while you're working. But it Let's is go. a shaded, comfortable outdoor workspace where you'll have comfortable seating, John, a nice environment with trees and the nearby fountain. Hmm. Um, and you can shift your from your work day to your play day with the beer garden for a drinking conversation before you head home. No, that's not going to make it. Will that make you go downtown? Well, it, if you if if that had been available to us here at Parkway Center, and we ha- hadn't you know been told to come back, but we, it was still an option for us, I don't know. It might make you think. Hmm. Could be a fun thing to do. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I appreciate the effort, but I don't think it's really going to make much of an. Christy, you want to weigh in on this? I would totally do it. Thank you. you. Would? Yeah. You know what? You know what would happen? What would happen? Because Christy, you and I would do it, and John wouldn't show. Oh, That's yeah. very true. You would wave me off at the last second and <laughs> say, "Don't come down here. There's no place to sit." <laughs> That's not, I had a place to sit. Yeah. She <laughs> saved me a seat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Anyway, I guess so. <laughs> Coming up on today's program, we have a lot of food you like but your family hates. That's coming up at 4.35. Also, good deeds cure bad seeds. A new study sheds light on how to change dark personalities. And coming up next, secular medicine and what it means for today's throwaway culture. It's next on The Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. I won! I won! And we want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes updates. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes updates, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. So my sister and I, that's me, are into dominoes. There's this fancy domino TV show. And we are destined to be on that show. Uncle Ryan, though. That's me. Has a hand that shakes like a jackhammer. The dude can't get ten dominoes before his dreams come toppling down. Luckily, there was one positive that came from my domino disaster. I'm about to use it as an analogy in our mortgage commercial. Buying a home right now can be hard. Bidding wars, lack of inventory, rates going up and down. It's easy to have your new home dreams toppled. At United Faith Mortgage, we can't easy fix those hurdles, but we are good at making the mortgage part awesome. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases, and we're an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Our company uses its own money, and there's no middleman, which often allows us to get you a better rate, saving monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. 
United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Our real goal at RPTS is to train people for ministry. Whether training to be a pastor or just wanting to grow in your walk with God, you'll find what you're looking for at RPTS. We want to see them really grounded in their theological growth. We want it to be heart-directed as well. We want to see students prepared to serve and to love the people of God and develop ministries that we think have a great partnership with the local church. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7, 365. Find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Language is undergoing a revolution in today's culture. I mean, if you doubt that at all, take a look at how people assign gender or sex to themselves. I mean, it's all language. A lot of it is. And it's inside the medical community, when we look at pro-life issues, medical language also is defining what is a baby, what is not a baby. Dr. Charles Camosi is back with us. He's a regular guest on our show. Dr. Camosi is professor of theological and social ethics at Fordham University, the author of five books, including most recently, Losing Our Dignity, How Secularized Medicine is Undermining Fundamental Human Culture. Charles, welcome back. Hi, John. Hi, Kathy. Charlie, um, you've spent so much of your professional life uh, understanding how these trends in secularized medicine have um, come to impact people on a daily basis. Um, I guess I want to start with like an umbrella question, which is how does um, how does this idea of throwaway culture, which is, uh, you know, it, we're all a part of in different, you know, sectors of life, but how does that impact something or someone who's involved in medicine? Well, um, my last two books have focused on this, so it's right down the middle. Thank you for giving me the fastball. Um, so throwaway culture, as we talked about on your show a few times now, comes from this idea that there are um, not only extend, um, extend, expendable things, but expendable people, right? Expendable human beings. And um, this often happens, not only, but it often happens when the human beings themselves have a dignity that is... Um, uh, sort of difficult or inconvenient for those uh, who have power. We saw this throughout history with slavery, with the civil rights um, uh, debates, and, and on and on and on. Today, as I've argued at length, we have we also have expendable people that throw away culture um, discards, prenatal children, those with catastrophic brain injuries, the disabled, and many, many others. Now, that's often not done directly. It's often done indirectly with, as John mentioned, the kind of language we use, Right. So instead of calling a baby a baby when they're a prenatal baby, which is 
when they're wanted, that's how we refer to them, we use fetus. Or in the case of a uh, Journal of the American Medical Association article, which just came out um, on chemical abortions, uh, they use the word preg- the, the phrase pregnancy tissue to refer to that which is discarded by um, RU46, the abortion uh, drug. And so when you combine throwaway culture with a secularized uh, medical culture that finds, frankly, the dignity of these prenatal children deeply inconvenient, that's the kind of language game that's played, and that's who gets thrown away. Right. And so we've seen this, Charlie. If you say something enough that thing becomes reality. So pregnancy tissue apparently is the new baby in the womb for the American Medical Association. Which again is just remarkable because as someone who just went through uh, a pregnancy with my wife four years ago, um, I am hyper aware of the fact that when you go see a doctor, when the baby is wanted, this is obviously not the language that's used. Right, of right? Um, it's, it's language like, your baby is doing great, or let's see how your baby's development is coming along. Um, a, a, a subset of this kind of debate happened when we, these heartbeat bills are being debated and still are being debated, right? At that very early stage, the baby's heartbeat is very, very important to find out if the baby will live or die. And fortunately, my wife and I have been in a situation where the heartbeat uh, uh, numbers were not good and that baby ended up dying. Um, so the term baby is used and the term heartbeat is used when the child is wanted, but suddenly, when we're talking about abortion, we're talking about children that are unwanted, the language shifts. And you'll have the very same people say, oh, we don't really use that language, heartbeat. It's kind of used imprecisely, or it's not really a baby, it's a fetus or pregnancy tissue or something like that. And that's classic throwaway culture. When the when the dig- dignity of the individuals are inconvenient, we play language games and we discard them. Charlie, what did the article in uh, the Journal of the American Medical Association talk about uh you said it was about ru486 yeah so um the title of the article is medication for early pregnancy termination and um even pregnancy termination is a euphemism right that kind of covers up what's going on but essentially what what one does um and it's frankly good to talk about this because a clear majority of abortions now are done with the pill Mm ru46 and it's going to be very difficult actually to um, regulate this, especially if uh, Roe and Casey are overturned and if we go state by state, like how exactly it's going to be a real challenge, if not a nightmare, to try to figure out how all this will work, if you can just order this, you know, from a state that has it legal or whatever. But anyway, this article was was about that. and try, It's a timely article, and it was released free online because JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association, knew it would be timely. And right there in the very first, um, let's see, is it the first line? In the very first line, pregnancy tissue is used, and it's used throughout the article. And that's got to be a, I've, I've actually never seen that used before. I never so have it's either. Gotta be, it's, it's actually got to be a kind of new pivot to those that yeah. want to use throwaway culture. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, uh, has there been any sort of follow-up to this? Have people uh, experienced a backlash? Has JAMA said anything about this? Uh, not that I know of. And that's part of what I'm discussing in my book, um, losing our dignity because the overwhelming um, culture in medicine today is so hyper secular and, and in a related story, so abortion friendly that this would hardly like be difficult at all for anybody. Like an editor wouldn't even really think twice about this. Uh, Most people who go to medical school or who read or who are in medicine, who read these articles wouldn't think twice about this. Uh, In fact, there's real, concern that, you know, are there medical schools still in existence, uh, which would make uh, a a friendly place for people to go who have views 
that in support of prenatal justice. It's actually one reason why I recently left Fordham University and I'm now teaching 80% at the Creighton University School of Medicine, a Catholic Jesuit uh, medical school in Omaha, Nebraska. I'll be, um, I'm still going to stay here in New Jersey with my family, but I'll be flying out there once a month to teach medical students. And my other 20% will be at the local uh, seminary here in New York. But um, one of the reasons I'm doing this is because we need spaces for, for people to go that, that do support a full, consistent ethic of life. Um, otherwise, this, this kind of culture that's come to dominate so much that you wouldn't even blink twice at the, at the phrase um, you know, that we were talking about, um, pregnancy tissue, um, we, we have to have those spaces available for an alternative narrative to take hold. Yeah. Okay. So Charlie, it's well known that, you know, um, uh, modern medicine in many ways founded in this country by Catholic institutions, right? I mean, you look at major universities and then they would create uh, medical centers. Are you saying that that shrunk away, that there are uh, still a, a minority? Is it true? Is there a minority of Catholic organizations that are saying we can identify the fetus as a fetus? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, so um, you're exactly right. The the um, it's no accident, of course, that Catholic nuns coming to this country, a- animated by Christ, the great physician himself, the great healer himself, right, would have taken it upon themselves to create great institutions of healthcare in the United States. Yeah. And um, I'm just uh, a book that I that I was been working on for the last year or so with a former student of mine um, shows that uh, it's a it's actually bioethics for nurses uh, for Christian nurses. It's it's an attempt to show that. That, that our true the true foundation of that profession uh, doesn't start with uh, Florence Nightingale. It actually starts with the nuns who trained uh, Florence Nightingale, mm-hmm. and who came from precisely this this kind of background. And uh, it, it's just the fact that over over the last, especially 40, 50 years, like so many institutions, um, the, the the culture has totally secular, almost totally secularized. It's still the it's still the case that one in six beds in the United States um, are still in a Catholic institution, at least in name. Uh, but in many of those, it, it's you know it doesn't really matter that much. But, but but you're right to point to, and I've I've been at pains both in my previous book and in this forthcoming book to show there's just been a uh, in my view a catastrophic a catastrophic shift away from that original kind of culture, which was very friendly, obviously, to a theological approach to one that is downright hostile. Mm-hmm. Charlie, I worked in a medical school for the better part of ten years, and. Uh, the idea of ethics actually came up pretty regularly, probably because I I was bringing it up when I was talking to students. But you know, shocker, but, shocker. But it did it did come up. But this is what was interesting to me is that um, it it was the majority of medical students that when I would bring it up, they would say, "Yeah, it is really surprising we don't talk about that more." It wasn't like they didn't want to talk about it. It wasn't like they were resistant to it. I mean, as you know, anyone who spends time in a medical school, if you're going in as a student, you're going in with, you know, zero gravitas of your own. You're just there to survive and you're there to take in as much information as you possibly can. And you're fitting into a structure that's already well established. You're not going to rock the boat. So but it it, it perpetu- I, I heard that answer over and over again. Yeah, it's surprising we don't talk about that more. Um, but they were not in a position, like I said, to be able to kind of instigate that. So what has that been your experience, Charlie? And do you hear that from other medical students or, or you know, uh, physicians that are still in training? Well, I think up until maybe about 15, 10 or 15 years ago, um, that would have been the dominant narrative of almost every medical school. In fact, when I first started at Fordham 14 years ago, um, we were kind of groundbreaking with our pre-health students to kind of get them focused on these 
I would do, I would like um, do their kind of ghost interviews before they would go for their formal interviews. Um, and we would focus a lot on those questions, right? So they were able to talk about what medicine is, the values that animate them to choose this profession, how they would handle difficult situations. And that was very impressive to the committees that were interviewing them. And suddenly over time, uh, there would be, a, there was a shift and suddenly these, um, these committees wanted to talk about uh, these things and, and wanted well-rounded people. And suddenly theology majors were having to leg up, frankly, on other, other uh, applicants to medical school because they were so well-grounded in these questions and these ideas. However, um, the kind of, you know, it's, 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 a, it's good in a way that we've shifted in this direction, but it's bad because in some other ways, because the, the discourse is now there in the humanities. There's the discourse is there in the ethics now, but it's dominated by utilitarianism. Mm-hmm. It's dominated by, I, I don't know quite what word to use, wokeism, the spirit of the age, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and again, so you have a hostility towards a certain kind of person. In fact, there's, there's a big debate among pro-life um, uh, pre-health students who want to apply. Should I let them know that I was in the pro-life club, uh, you know, at my university? Should I, should I volunteer in this thing and put it on my resume because it might out me as having a particular ideology, you know, and even professors I know at medical schools are, are hesitant to offer their, their views on these questions because the, the, um, the, the, the culture is just so hostile. Mm-hmm. We're speaking with Charles Kimosi. He is a theological and social ethicist, uh, author of five books. Charlie, I, I think it's safe to say that by this time next month, the Supreme Court will have made its ruling on abortion. And we are, in one form or another, uh, ready for an earthquake. Um, I'm sure you've thought about this, talked about it to your peers. Uh, what are your thoughts on what's coming? Yeah, although... I, I would agree with you about that. Although I've heard people who know the court dockets, um, uh, uh, how many cases they have left to go, and they think it might go well into into July. So okay. if it's the very last one to, to be decided, we could go well into July. But okay. you're right that probably for sure in July we'll know. And um, and I don't know. I have complicated I have complicated feelings about this. One is um, that we were. I think we talked about this last time or the time before you had me on. Lots of people were very convinced that we were going to have the same result in uh, Planned Parenthood versus Casey in 1992. And uh, there was a last minute shift uh, there of one justice who ended up writing the opinion um, with Sandra Day O'Connor. And that was that. And and we've had, you know, since 1992, uh, a horror show. Um, so I guess I'm cynical enough to think, or or at least skeptical enough to think, um, you know, it may, it may not turn out the way that um, that we think it might. Mm-hmm. I guess the second thought I have is, even if it does turn out that way, it's just the beginning. It's just, um, to use a fancy phrase, the conditions for the possibility of doing what we want to have happen, right? So there, I mean, for instance, the, the local Catholic conferences of, of bishops in, say, California and New York and New Jersey and other places um, have it will have tremendous challenges, uh, Illinois, uh, because and all pro-lifers in those states will have tremendous challenges. Uh, but I'm mostly connected to those Catholic conferences. Um, I'm doing a webinar for the Catholic uh, conference in California next week uh, because they're essentially going to be um, havens for abortion. The, the number of abortions that will be ha- that will be had in those states are going are going to go up because they're going to take. Uh, people from other states who travel. They're you know they're uh, essentially will be states that are abortion magnets. And so, um, you know, what, what, what the, and it's a total uphill battle to try to change the culture in those states. We, we might have more success in states, you know, like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio, 
um, uh, other states that are more purple and complicated. But in, in many states, in many of the most populous states, um, you know, abortion rates will probably the number of abortions will probably rise. And so this is by no means like the end of, of anything. This is really only the beginning, even if it turns out the way that we hope. Hmm. All right, Charlie. Yeah, so you stay always tuned. Give us a lot. Yeah. Thanks so much for being with us. We really appreciate your time here. Thanks for having me on again. Yep. That's Dr. Charlie Camosi. Check out his latest book, Resisting Throwaway Culture, How a Consistent Life Ethic Can Unite a Fractured People. Actually, it's not his most recent one. His most recent one is Losing Our Dignity, How Secularized Medicine is Undermining Fundamental Human Culture, Fundamental Human Equality. But check them both out. Do yourself a favor. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone. AutoZone. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Hey, Daddy-O. Pap. Pop, father, daddy, or whatever you call that special man, it's time to gather him up and head on out to the Springhouse for our annual Father's Day steak and chicken fry. That's right, steak and chicken, both marinated and cooked to perfection over an open pit outdoors. And to complete this great Dad's Day meal, we're making baked mashed potatoes, Ed's green beans, corn pudding, Alabama casserole, Dutch greens, homemade rolls, rice pudding, blondies, brown. And of course, all of our Springhouse drinks featuring our famous chocolate milk. That's right. You can't beat it. There will be live music and inside and outside seating and a free ice cream cone for every dad. Come to the Springhouse to treat your dad to a special day. Call 228-3339 for more details. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted. Proven preferred for all mechanical systems, heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair, call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven preferred. Drop your phones, grab your friends, and celebrate summer at Seneca Hills. For 86 years, Seneca Hills Bible Camp and Retreat Center is where families and churches have come to disconnect from daily distractions, to build friendships, grow in faith, and have tons of fun amid 250 acres of God's stunning creation. See all that Seneca Hills has to offer at SenecaHills.org. Camp sessions begin June 19th. Reserve now at SenecaHills.org. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Home's John and Kathy will be your cruise directors for this amazing night sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. We'll see an evening thunderstorm, otherwise mostly cloudy skies for tonight, the low 56. Tomorrow, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 78. 
Tomorrow night will be overcast with showers, the low 56. A refreshing morning breeze Thursday. Otherwise, times of clouds and sun expect a high Thursday of 71. Friday, we'll see mostly cloudy skies and a high of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Hanging in the window in the evening on a Friday night. Little light is shining through the window, lets me know everything's alright. Summer breeze makes me feel fine, blowing through the jasmine in my mind. We are. Sad to report the death of Jim Seals of Seals and Croft. The uh, song you're hearing right now, Summer Breeze. I love that song. It's a great hit. 1973. I love that song. Uh, they had a good run. Six years in the early to mid-70s. They were gigantic. Never had a number one song, but they are platinum albums. I think they had three platinum albums. They also uh, created a kerfuffle about unborn life, mm-hmm. which was shocking at the time. They they had an album that was specifically about the pro-life movement. Yeah, right, so right after Roe versus Wade was mm-hmm. passed. And uh, not believers, not Christian believers, but they were Baha'i spiritual believers. members mm-hmm. of, of the uh, Baha'i faith. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love them. So they were a little, I would say, like before my time. Yeah, but their prime I time. love, I love their music. Give us another one, Christy. Oh, I know what this is right yeah. I mean, there's something beautiful about and it's a, a high tenor sound. There's nothing. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't seem schlocky. Well, you know, it's a music critic can say schlocky, but it was of the of was of the era, right? Yeah. I mean, that was the same time that, like, you know, Joni Mitchell, Carly Simon, James yeah. Taylor, uh, Jackson Brown, Wings. All, yeah, all that. That was the sound of that mm-hmm. era. There's no doubt about that. But that's a beautiful voice. How old was he? He was eighty. He was eighty. Uh-huh. Really. Yeah. Wow. Had a good life, okay. I would think. I mean, you know, you grab something. I wouldn't have thought he was that old. Oh, well, look at that album cover. I mean, he looks like an old man on the album well, listen, cover. These men, were they weren't lookers, okay? I, I think mean, I used the term earlier when we were talking, unkempt. This is not, that was not a good era. Again, for it was the era. No, that era was nasty. Right? I Christy, mean, have you ever heard of these people? No. Okay, third one. Oh, one more? Okay, good. Okay, this is schlocky. I love no, no, no. For, that does sound super schlocky. But wait, it is. I love the song. Oh, me too. There's a bunch of them. Isn't this, darling? If you want me to be closer to you, yeah. be, get closer to me. For a wait, second, Chris, I thought it Christy, was... listen to these lyrics. It's going to draw you in. Darling, if you want me to be 
Christy, what do you think? Is that drawing you in? It's drawing me in. See? Tomorrow she's going to show up with a Seals and Crofts t-shirt. Listen, when I get home tonight, if my husband's listening to the show, he's going to be like, what are you doing? What? I'm going to put this. this kind of music. He does? He hates it. I love this stuff. I love it too. I'm putting this on my, like, you know, my playlist. Me too. I was just Spotify, thinking, here we go. I'm going to listen to it all tonight. Yeah. I also liked... Uh, so his brother, Jim Seal's brother, oh, yeah. was Dan of England Dan and John Ford Coley, another group I liked a lot. Which And they were like a, maybe 10 years later, you think? No, I think they really? were somewhere in the same Where ballpark. Yeah, okay. yeah. I could never really get, uh, what was the deal with England Dan? It was, and why would you do that? Why I don't know. Why couldn't they have just come up with a band name? I don't instead know. Of, England Dan and John Ford very Coley. It always made a, I always got anxious around no, that. I understand. <laughs> Anyway, how about, I mean, Oh, Ruby Jean. There's a lot of good songs in these albums. There really is. I never had any of the albums. Oh, also, all I know are I the grew, hits. I mean, I remember holding these albums in my hands, reading the liner notes. You know, that's what you used to do. And thinking, boy, did those men look terrible. No, they look great. They looked awful. Of the time. Such Although, a terrible era. On, for- on the one album, which I don't know which it is, it was, uh, Jim Seals is wearing a corduroy driver's hat. Nice. Which, uh, again, of the era. Horrible anyway, era. Sorry to see the passing of uh, oh. 101.5 WORD. You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I am your number one fan. That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up we're big fans my brother-in-law died suddenly and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home that's why i told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer an agent offered us a 10-year five hundred thousand dollar policy for nearly fifty dollars a month then we called select quote select quote found us identical coverage for only 19 dollars a month a savings of 369 dollars a year whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 928 3355. That's 1 800 928 3355. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 928 3355. That's 1 800 928 3355. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now, this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My Slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet, 
Made also with quality leather suede, these are my pillow slippers at their best. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code WORD. Now, the offer is not going to last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com. 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD. Visit the paint and auto body experts at Mako today. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I am. Um... Came into the office today, and just before I was leaving, I was like, "Well, grab a little something there to eat, you know, a little." From home or yeah. at the store? Yeah, from home. Just because you know, I got in here and I was like, eh, "I haven't eaten anything today, so maybe I'll have a little something to, to notch on as the afternoon goes on." What did I grab? <laughs> I grabbed a container of Grandma's original recipe macaroni salad. Which oh. I consider super delicious. Oh my god, that is excellent stuff. I hate Grandma's. it so much. You hate it. I hate it so much. I can't even like you have to put. The, I can't even think about what? it. What really? I can't even look at the label. Nice and the good. It's a nice mix because it's a little spicy for me. I throw some pepper on there as well. The mayo, the macaroni. This you know some pasta, celery pasta in there. Pasta was never meant to be covered with mayonnaise. Never. Come on. Never. Never. The you don't pasta, like a pasta salad? Not. Not with mayonnaise. With an Italian dressing, like a vinaigrette type of thing? Nope. Didn't your gram make this for you? I didn't. Nope. That wasn't like a staple in your. Mm. My mom used to make it. Um, well, now I feel bad because I really love Grace Holly, but hey, I never met her. Kath, dissing you on the radio live. Mom. I'm sorry, Mrs. Hall. Okay. Hey, Grace. What's I'm going sorry. on? We thought we were I'm friends. Very here. sorry. Christy? Just kidding. Love it. I had my mom go to the local deli and pick some up for Memorial Day for me. Did you? Get I did. Out of here, She's you a good guys. mom. She is. Mrs. Excellent. That's just pasta was meant to be covered in butter and garlic in a tomato sauce, never mayonnaise. Don't be snobby. Okay. Okay. Please don't. Okay. So it brings up the question. What about your family? They hate it. They feel they actually like you. They actually feel bad for me. Here's the problem: when I eat it, I go, "Oh, look! There it is in the fridge," and I pull it out. Then they like boo on it, and then. I, I feel guilty as I eat it. Mm-hmm. Like I hate myself. Right, because they're so which, appalled. Which is crazy. I feel bad eating something that I enjoy because they're <laughs> right. like mocking me. Yeah, that's not right. It's very complex emotionally. It is. I just want to enjoy your macaroni salad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if it happens to me, I would guess in most families, there has to be a divide between some of those foods we all love and the foods people just go, don't eat that. Please, Dad, don't do that. Absolutely. You have that in your family? Yes. Oh, good. Of course I have it in Christy, you got it in your family? Oh, yeah. Excellent. Let's hear some. What do you I, got? I'd like to start with rich chocolate Ovaltine. Uh, yeah, well, you which keep your, is you my keep favorite, it. Which is my favorite beverage. The worst. And this is how I make it. The worst. I want you to know I get a tall glass. Mm-hmm. I put milk in. Now, mm-hmm. if it's 2%, that's luxurious. Of course it is. Most of the time it's skim, but whatever. Ugh. You fill up the glass, I'd say two-thirds of the way up. 
three heaping tablespoons of rich chocolate oval tea, mm, no. and you mix it in, and you mix it in, and you mix it in, okay, and you mix it in. And when it's pretty well mixed in, you add some more milk until it gets close to the top. You're still mixing, you're still mixing, and then you put your ice cubes in. No, thank you. It mm. is delicious. Really? And for no. those of you who are over 21, and you can mock me later if you want to. I put a little bit of Kahlua in there. What? Kahlua and Ovaltine? Yeah. It's not like a black cow. Like it's you're trying to make a black cow. A friend of mine calls it Swickly Meets McKee's Rocks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All I can tell you is I no. find it delicious Mm-mm. and my family Mm-mm. thinks I am out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, uh, is that Ovaltine, is it chocked full of vitamins? It's enriched. Oh, enriched. Yeah. Uh, it's like Wonder Bread is no. enriched as well. <laughs> Listen, Same thing. I love it so much. Same thing. You can take the side of my family, but I'm still loyal. All right. Chrissy, what do you got? The holidays. They're always a great time, right? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Until somebody wants green bean casserole, me. I like it. Nobody else in my family likes Nobody it. Nobody really? likes green Nobody bean casserole. Nobody likes green bean casserole. Oh, Christy. Is it green beans from the can? <laughs> I don't like the one with the soup and the you little do, like crunchy you stuff. You can on do them top. from the. You can do frozen ones. You yeah, can do yeah. fresh ones. Right, 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 right. You can do it all. That's a staple. Nobody a, likes it. Really? I miss out every holiday. How did you first get it, and your family turned their back on you? Somebody made it uh-huh. eventually, you know, and then somebody stopped coming or whatever. Somebody stopped making <laughs> right. it. Something. Sure. And now I don't get it anymore. Mm, That's it. it you know what? It's just one of those instances when I'm glad you know us. Because both John and oh. I enjoy the green bean casserole. It shows oh, up good. in it shows up in my family gatherings and all about, the time. How about the the onion the things on thing. top? Isn't oh, that delicious? Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought up those onion things. How about the potato sticks like that? I oh, love those. They're so bad for you. I don't even care. They're so good in the little vacuum sealed can. They're so good. Oh man, I, that's mm, delicious. That's, that's high eating for me. Okay, what else do you have? Um, this again is like a like a really basic kind of staple. This was like sort of like my junior high kind of go to comfort thing. A can of cream of mushroom soup with milk. Made with milk. You know, like a can of tomatoes. Wait, you mean you're gonna cook it, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. At first I thought you were just no, like adding I, milk to your Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I think that's delicious. A can of cream of t- cream of mushroom soup. And my family's like uh, that's kind of disgusting. I'm like, no, what? I think it's good. I think uh, cream of mushroom soup I, is like an elegant type of I mean, elegant. It's no, not, okay, maybe not, not elegant. elegant. No, it's not. But elegant. you can, you know, you, dress it up. You could have it in a place of elegance, just as a comfort food. A cream of mushroom soup in a can, you know, like I like it. Me too. In the winter, it always feels good to me. Christy, I'll eat that all day. See, there she goes all day. What all about day. all? What about all the recipes that came out, like oh. in from you know, in the Pillsbury Bake Off right. that had like canned cream of mushrooms? It's soup. very 1955. Like you put it on top of like um, Pillsbury frozen or those refrigerated croissant yeah. doughs or something. Or you make your chicken with it, right? Don't you right. like do like sure. some kind of city chicken thing in there? Yeah, it's so yeah. simple. I think that'd be really good. Fabulous. What do you got? All right, plain yogurt. Ugh. Oh. Plain natural yogurt <laughs> that you buy nope. from a dude not going. who made it. No, the worst yeah. even. Yeah, the dude. Yeah, you're not buying. You're not buying in the grocery store. This is the kind you have to go to a place yeah. where the dude made it. You know who ate a lot of that? Huh? Seals and Crofts. <laughs> <laughs> you know they did out in the field with granola. 
You know that's exactly what I do. Right. You add granola to it. Uh It is so delicious. Mm -hmm. It's over the top Mm -hmm. awesome. I can't get anyone in my family to even sniff it. Yeah, good. They're just so appalled by it. I think that's a crying shame. Mm -hmm. It's really, really, really good. Christy, what do you think about my plain yogurt? Gross. Yeah, me too. Okay, all right. 100%. Christy, you have anything else there? Yeah, uh, sushi. Oh, sushi. Right? Love sushi. Everyone in your family likes sushi? My one brother, but he lives in Maryland, so (sighs) nothing. I bring it home. My dad says, that's disgusting. Why are you eating that? Mister, Right? come on. That's really good. Come on, Dad. That's some good eating. We haven't taken Christy out for sushi. John and I love sushi. There's a place down here with a linen tablecloth. I love it. Oh, yeah. Haven't we had good lunches there? That's been a long time. That was before COVID. That was way before COVID. That was before COVID. That's when we had an expense account. Yeah, that was nice. We had some money going around there. That was nice. Not anymore. I like that a lot. Give me another one, John. How about uh, a kiwi? I like a kiwi. It's hairy. No, no, no. The kiwi. Like you get two or three of them. You cut them in half. You get the spoon. You scoop it out. Pop that in your mouth. That's delicious. It's gritty. Grit. It's not gritty. It is gritty. No, it's not. Yeah, the outside's no. hairy and the inside's gritty. No, no, no. It's delicious. No, it's like that's like Mm-mm. something you have to Mm-mm. like chew it. Whenever they first came like into fashion, like food fashion, it's probably like again in the late seventies, I believe. I thought this was like a miracle fruit to me. I couldn't believe people I could buy one of those. You could buy them like super cheap for like, you know, ten cents or a quarter, something like that. Now they're a little more pricey. But I love a kiwi. My family the same way. They're like, Dad, don't eat that. Don't eat it. It's also very pretty. When you cut it, it open. It is ugly no, as no. all get out. When you cut it open and you look inside the kiwi, cut it in half, it's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, the greens, that, yeah, yeah, it's the true. pattern. The, the green is very pretty, but Beautiful. it's gritty. Christy, do you like a kiwi? I like fake kiwi. You what know when mean? you like get like drinks that have like kiwi flavor? Oh. That's the only kiwi I like. Oh. What? That's not real kiwi. It's no. Like, it's like... It's like enjoying the banana wacky wafer. It has nothing to do with the fruit. Um, Tostitos makes a whole variety of tortilla chips, right? Mm -hmm. The cantina chips are always in the bottom shelf of whatever grocery store you're in. Mm -hmm. And they're extra thin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, they're Uh extra, extra thin. Those are pretty much my favorite chip ever of all time. Of any kind of chip? Any kind of chip. I love, them chip? Th- I love them that much. Cantina. I love them that much. Are those not, they're not the wavy nope. ones. They're just super Cantina. thin. And everyone in my family thinks that they are a total waste. Because they want the lime. They want the lime or mm. they want to dip something. And, of course, it's too thin. It's not, right. it won't, it's not made for It that. won't sustain a dip for crying out loud. It's there for taste. Right. I pull those out. I mean, the good thing is I have them to myself. Hmm. See, that's the good thing about all this food. Because you know, like, no one's going like, to no wake up and go, I'm not going to hey, go, go there tomorrow and say, so who ate my yogurt? Where's my macaroni salad? No one's going to touch that. <laughs> I know it's waiting for me. <laughs> Christy? Anything else? Sauerkraut? Oh, what? I love sauerkraut. So good, right? It's best. It's fabulous. My mom makes it for mm, New Year's. Yeah. And everybody takes their little bite of it. I'll just put it on all of my food. They just a bite for like what? Isn't there's like some oh, stupid good like luck good thing. luck? Yeah, I don't. That's <laughs> stupid. stupid. Yeah, but that's what have, they do. Have a good luck sauerkraut. Yeah. Now it's supposed to be all of a sudden really good for you, hmm. like fermented food like that. Yeah, you know sauerkraut, oh. um, kimchi, kimchi. All this are, are supposed to be really. So maybe you're on the verge of like a health breakthrough. Maybe. Have you had kimchi? 
Oh, I don't like it even a little bit. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, I don't want to eat it. Oh, I have not. No, no. Do you, do you I've like had it? it I've had it once and no, I don't like no, it. No, I did not no, like no. it at all. Yeah. I don't like sauerkraut a whole lot either. You don't. I like coleslaw mm. very, very much. I love sauerkraut. No, I'm not like a with, fan. Like pork chops and mashed potatoes. Mm. Mm, that's where is delicious. that? That's where, yeah, very nice. But not in the summertime. That's no. It's cold weather. Maybe on a hot dog. Yeah, that's right. Would you like it on a hot dog? I had it on a hot dog multiple, multiple times. Now you can't do a hot dog. Like You go to PNC Park, there's no sauerkraut. There's nothing. That's the worst. And do they have the pump ketchup back or they just no. get... Oh, see, no, oh, for crying out loud. It's the absolute worst. Anyway, food that we love. Maybe that at our the family... 5 o'clock news break, I'll go make some Ovaltine. Oh, please don't. You got some here in the office? Oh, yeah, I always keep it here. Above the sink in the kitchen. Oh, oh I think that was gone. That was thrown out. That was... Did, Did you, you see the throw office? It out? No, the office memo came around. The refrigerator doors open. This is in the sink, Get out and the of Ovaltine's here. out there, gone. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems, large and small, for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions, 24 7, 365. Find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards. Then, back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious, multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Want it done right, call Doing It Right. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Drop your phones, grab your friends, and celebrate summer at Seneca Hills. For 86 years, Seneca Hills Bible Camp and Retreat Center is where families and churches have come to disconnect from daily distractions, to build friendships, grow in faith, and have tons of fun amid 250 acres of God's stunning creation. See all that Seneca Hills has to offer at SenecaHills.org. Camp sessions begin June 19th. Reserve now at SenecaHills.org. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. 
to learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year and to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. Hey, if if you're watching the show streaming, you should know that I shaved my beard off. (laughs) Yeah. Yesterday. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) Kath came in yesterday and she was like, hey, did you shave your beard off? Yeah, like three months ago. (laughs) Three months have gone by. Can you believe I did that? I know. Three months. (laughs) You just shave your beard off. Mm -hmm. Thanks for noticing the minute changes in my life. It just, all of a sudden, I mean, I knew that mm-hmm. you shaved your beard off yep. before, but then I was thinking that it grew back in the interim. And then Christy came in and said, no, he parted your hair on the different side. I'm like, nope, <laughs> didn't do anything. Just the same guys I left here on Friday. Then it was Monday. But I'm thanks sorry. for noticing I'm really sorry. who I am, I what I am. I want you to know how sorry we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, you know, just uh, What's a 5 o'clock hour? Terry yeah. Tim is with us. Terry Tim's with us. Also, good deeds cure bad seeds. A new study sheds light on how to change dark personalities. <laughs> also, does this make sense? And it is National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Okay. So stick around for that. We should get some free samples. Of chocolate ice cream? Yeah, we give out coupons. Go grab some right now. Where? Where? At the grocery stores. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Pressure grows on lawmakers in D.C. and across the country. Over the issue of guns as mass shootings plague the country. Gunshots ring out in Philly Saturday. Three dead, 11 wounded. One of many mass shootings over the weekend across the country. In Chicago, five people were killed. Another tweeted by gunfire. Superintendent David Brown. How many more acts of senseless mass shootings? I don't know what... We'll, we'll get a yes in Congress. In D.C., a bipartisan group of lawmakers are trying to reach a compromise on gun reform. Speaking yesterday, Republican Senator John Cornyn from Texas, where an 18-year-old killed 21 at an elementary school, said targeted reform is needed. I'm Julie Walker. The World Bank has sharply downgraded its outlook for the global economy, pointing to Russia's war against Ukraine and the prospect of widespread food shortages. This is SRN News. Are you over 65 or turning 65? Whether you're new to Medicare or already have a plan, important changes in Medicare take place every year that most Americans miss. Get your Medicare maximized with Chapter, a free service that makes sure you have the right plan now and continued concierge service whenever you need a change. At Chapter, we instantly compare thousands of plans from the most trusted insurers to find our members the best and most affordable plans for them. The right Medicare coverage for you, including plans to cover gaps in Medicare Part A and Part B, important benefits like vision, dental, and prescription coverage that could save you thousands of dollars each year. Maximize your Medicare with Chapter, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. The service is free, so call and speak with an advisor. Let us help your next chapter be the best one yet. Call 800-586-9222, 800-586-9222. 800-586-9222. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? 
My name is Ron Legrand, and over the past 40 years, I've bought over 3,000 houses without using my money or credit and taught thousands to do the same. Today, even in a virtual environment, we buy nice houses and nice neighborhoods using no banks, realtors, contractors, or other costly entanglements, and build huge cash flow and wealth without the hassle of tenants, all without credit and little or no money. You don't need a license or experience, and I'll show you exactly how it's done. Text RON to 99799 and I'll send you my free training. I promise I'll change the way you think about real estate and open the door to a new lifestyle that doesn't involve risk or rehabs and can quickly replace your current income. Text RON to 99799 and let me show you how to take your life back and build cash flow and wealth from your home. That's RON to 99799. Again, text RON to 99799. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Hi. I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henney Jewelers, your jewelers for life. We'll see an evening thunderstorm, otherwise mostly cloudy skies for tonight, the low 56. Tomorrow, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 78. Tomorrow night will be overcast with showers, the low 56. A refreshing morning breeze Thursday, otherwise times of clouds and sun. Expect a high Thursday of 71. Friday, we'll see mostly cloudy skies and a high of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. I think all of us have a mix of um, of good traits and bad traits with, within us, right? There's something called the, the Dark Triad. And uh, from Southern Methodist University, they talk about this Dark Triad, um, the Dark Triad personality. You uh, are Machiavellian. You want to become more agreeable uh, to move, lose those dark triads. Narcissism, psychopathy, selfishness bring up the, the dark triad. Okay. Uh, there are also um, other things uh, that uh, pull you away from that. You can uh, move away from uh, that to being more agreeable, modest, kind, helpful. So here's the deal. Southern Methodist University put together uh, 460 students around the age of 20 to rate the desire to change from the dark triad personality to the big five of agreeableness, um, the um, the kindness, um, helpful, uh, empathy, compassion, and they've 
found out that if you are invested in doing this, if you try to lean towards the big five and minimize the dark triad, more often than not, it works. Most of all, what it takes is the awareness of looking at yourself, seeing the dark triad within you, seeing how you use those dark triads in your life, and then trying to lean into the five things, the compassion, the empathy, the kindness, the selfishness. And by doing, by doing that and actively engaging selflessness. it. Selflessness. Selflessness. You can change your personality in as little as four months that may have lifelong okay. effects. Okay. First off, I don't think I'd buy it. But what, what's the triad again? Psychopathy? What is it? What is Narcissism. It Narcissism. Mm-hmm. Sorry, let me go back here. I closed this. The dark triad is... Selfishness, mm-hmm. manipulation, impulsiveness. Wait, selfishness? Manipulation. Manipulation. Impulsiveness. Impulsiveness. Mm-hmm. Personality traits that are called the dark triad, mm-hmm. which also include the offshoots of narcissism and psychopathy. Okay. Okay. Um, so you can break this habit by, say, you, you talk to a stranger and ask about themselves, right? You carry out good deeds like donating money to charity that you would normally spend on yourself because most people don't want to be the bad guy. Even people who display the dark triad traits say they want to be more agreeable, modest, kind, and helpful. Thus, interventions targeting is agreeable. Intervention targeting to yourself is possible. So the the five things. What are the five things I talked about? Okay, there? Southern Methodist University. Mm-hmm. They did they uh, discuss. Like asking God to help. No, they did not. Well, that seems ironic. They did not. No. Here's the big five. The big five personality traits, extroversion, agreeableness, openness, um, a conscientiousness. conscientiousness, and emotional stability. That's the big five. Okay. In this study, they wanted to see if altering the big five also impacts other traits, including the dark triad. Results showed that activities which change levels of agreeableness have the biggest impact on all three dark triad okay. traits. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. 460 students around the age of 20 to rate their desire to change their big five and dark triad personality traits. They also took a weekly survey to see how strong those traits were over a four-month period. Interestingly, most of the participants who scored high for the dark triad traits did not want to change their level of narcissism or psychopathy. However, they did want to increase their Machiavellianism. Okay, so now wait a minute. So that that, that right, what you just said, is the core of it. Right. Mo, if you don't, yeah, if you want to change, you can pursue all sorts of strategies that will help you change. Sure. Mm-hmm. But what's going to make you want to do it? And if there's no exterior force that causes you to want to change your impulsiveness or your narcissism or your selfishness, why would you do it? Well, I'm sure because you just look in the mirror and go, oh, gosh, you, you miserable. (laughs) Right? You 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 again. again. Oh, you again. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Because you would get sick. Don't you get sick of yourself in your life? Well, of Hasn't course, there been times in your life course, you go, I got to stop. But, I got to change. I yeah, can't do this. Yes. Yeah. 
I can't do this anymore. Yes, that does happen in life. But if your issues are impulsiveness, narcissism, and selfishness, it's a rare person that on your own, without the outside agent of God, of God oh, acting God, in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, God acting in your life, yeah. Right. Or Otherwise, uh, it's just self-help, you know. You're never going to be I, – I, just just, I don't buy that you are able to make that happen on your own. No, I, I do. You do buy that you can make uh, it yes, happen on your own? Yes, of course. I mean the whole self-help industry, which I'm st- even is still a billion-dollar industry of people trying to you know, sort of trick themselves, manipulate themselves, be better without That's what I'm saying. Without my, God. my question is whether that's actually working. Of it, course, it the, in, the industry is banking on the fact that you want to be different, but I'm still not convinced that the industry is actually marked by success. No, no, no. A hundred percent. People find their way to being better, not necessarily. I mean, look, if you're, I, I get your point. Yeah. You want to be better in Christ, but you can be better, a better person, even if you don't, even if you're not yes, a believer. Yeah, you can be. But if you're looking at what is recommended in self-help books and whatever it's going for, either be thin right. or be fit or be happy be kind, or be, be in a, whatever any of those things are, I challenge I – w- I w- no, I shouldn't say a challenge mm-hmm. because what are you going to answer if I say a challenge because you're not going to have anything. I seriously doubt that there is a high success level in any of those strategies. I disagree. Okay. I think that people will find a substitute that will work. Now, I'm, not, I'm saying over the course of a lifetime, there'll be a lot more backsliding with the self-help. I have very little faith in the human condition. Yeah. I, I really do. Look at the world. I really I mean, do. You don't have to, right. You don't have to convince a lot of people of that. Yeah. Left to our own devices, yep. we're a hot mess. Exactly. And that's just how it is. And if there's no indwelling Holy Spirit. I'm telling. I I just I think that we are we're doomed. I get it, and I don't mean beca- necessarily because of God's judgment. I mean because we will self destruct. Well, there's no doubt about that. However, I'm a living example. You're a living example. Undoubtedly, I, I'm guessing Christie's a living example. Yes, it's, but there are many many people who have changed their lives for the better know, without God. But the percentage, yes. Of people who are buying self book, self help books and are actually changed by them, I think is probably slim. shockingly slim. Yeah, I would say so too. Uh, yeah, I would say it's slim. But just the fact that it's you know the self help thing exists, it's people, people see want they, to. their own wretchedness, people want my own to. sinfulness. Yes, right. And it's, how can Southern Methodist University not include God in the uh, equation? Yeah, you know, because they're probably not. It's not. Well, it's kind of like what Char- John Wesley Charlie Kamosi was saying, right? What used to be, you know, the standard for society, that hospitals were created that, by believers. That's a Catholic university, or that's a Catholic, or that's a or Jewish just, hospital, or right. that's a Presbyterian thing. Yeah. That's all gone. That's changed. And so the mission changes and everything else changes around it. That's all. Anyway, that's bottom all. line is, do we need God? That's, yes. Yes, thank you. Coming up next, the Reverend Terry Tim with us. Last Sunday was Pentecost. If you've never heard that word before and you think, what could that possibly mean and why would I care? Stay with us. We'll find out next. 101.5 WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are. And you carry us around in your pocket. We're 
ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on wordfm.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero, right Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm Shirleysburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bow, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. Hi, this is Bob Lapine. I hope you're benefiting from listening to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Our daily program comes to you by way of your fellow listeners, listeners called Truth Partners. It's their monthly giving that cares for the cost of distributing Alistair's teaching to local stations like this one. So today, will you pass their generosity forward? Will you become a Truth Partner and help bring the gospel to others? Sign up at truthforlife.org slash truthpartner. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. past Sunday, right? You were singing me a Paul Simon song. I was. Uh, Paul Simon sings of the Pentecost. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a good song, but you know, there's a lot happens in the song, which actually, <laughs> yeah, I only gave you one verse. Probably not. Right? We're going to stay away from the other No, verses. it's good. Terry Tim is with us. Terry's a regular guest on our show. He is the pastor at Christ Community Church of the South Hills here today to talk to us about the aforementioned Pentecost. Hi, Terry. Hey, John. Hi, Kath. You know, I wasn't aware of Paul Simon's what? reference. To Me neither. So I'm gonna have to check I that was one expecting out. you to go. Oh yeah, I know that song. Really? All right. You know, you know the name of that song, John? Uh, I think it's called Lincoln Duncan. Okay. We'll yeah. look it up later. All right. I'll send it to both so, of you guys. Okay. Yes, Terry, yes. for people listening to the program today, and they're thinking that might be a word I've heard before, but I don't really know what Pentecost is. What would you say? Pentecost is the day that we mark the birth of the church. Hmm. 
It has its roots in Judaism. It's one of the three pilgrimage festivals that we find in the Old Testament. And the record of kind of the first Christian Pentecost is found in Acts chapter 2. So we have a great story in Acts chapter 2. But I find it really fascinating, again, that this this Christian feast, this, this holiday, this holy day, is grounded in the Old Testament uh, tradition of the feast that God gave to the Hebrew people. And it's fascinating that there are these three feasts that if you were able, as a, as a Hebrew, as a Jew, you were to come to Pentecost, uh, come to Jerusalem to celebrate that feast. And that's what was going on. Jesus had been raised from the dead, and then he ascended into heaven. But the last words that he gave to his disciples were, wait, wait in Jerusalem, because the promised gift of the Holy Spirit is coming. And so we had the disciples in Jerusalem, and then all these Jewish people are streaming to Jerusalem to celebrate the Feast of Pentecost, and all of a sudden, boom, the Holy Spirit comes, Hmm. and the people of God are filled with the Holy Spirit, and that's literally day one of the church. Wow. That's cool. It's like the Big Bang. (laughs) Yeah, kind of like the Big Bang. Okay, so link link it... Link it back for me, Terry. Um, talk about what the uh, Old Testament feasts were that people were coming to Jerusalem. I have to be honest with you. I did not know that. I didn't know that there was a connection between the feasts and Pentecost. So what were they and what was how, how do we understand them in the, in the redemption story? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the big feast is the Feast of, Pen, uh, of Passover when the Jewish people remembered God delivering them from the bondage of uh, Pharaoh in Egypt. And then there are 50 days, seven weeks until the next big feast and festival, and that's Pentecost. Hmm. And in the Old so Testament. So was it called, it was called Pentecost? Well, Pentecost. It's, Pentecost means 50. Oh, okay. And it comes seven weeks after Passover. And initially in the Old Testament, it was. Uh, it was kind of a Thanksgiving feast where okay. the Hebrews would bring their first fruits, their harvest mm-hmm. to God, remembering God's provision. But then over time, and I find this very interesting in, in the Hebraic tradition, Pentecost was a time when they would remember God giving the law to Moses, God giving Torah to Moses. Mm-hmm. And so I love the linkage between Passover, which is God delivering the people from Egypt and then Pentecost, God giving his people the law that would bind them together, the word of the Lord that would hold this people together. The law written on their hearts. Right. And then and then the third feast was this festival of booths, which where they would they would create these booths with, you know, palm branches. They would and I actually was in Israel once. I was in Jerusalem once during the Feast of Booths, and you would see these high rise apartment buildings and on the balconies people would create these little booths, these little tabernacles, remembering the presence and provision of God. But these were pilgrimage feasts. So the the Hebrews would come to Jerusalem and they would gather. And so when we get to Acts chapter 2, one of the things that Luke tells us in Acts chapter 2 is that God-fearing Jews from all over the world were gathered there. Hmm. It's a beautiful thing. It was kind of like a United Nations meeting. All these people who have been scattered, God brings them to Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit comes upon the disciples, 
And all of a sudden, these Galileans, who were typically known as kind of your uneducated crowd, they are able to speak in languages they did not know. Hmm. They weren't unintelligible languages, but Luke tells us that they were actually speaking languages that people understood, the languages that represented the people groups that were gathered already there in Jerusalem. And Luke has this wonderful line on this first day of Pentecost, they all heard in their own language the wonders of God. Hmm. The wonders of God. We don't have any more details on what that was, but I, I just love to use my imagination to think about what would it be like to hear the wonders of God, the provision of God, the grace of God, the goodness of God, the miracles of God, and ultimately the, the wonders of God in and through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hmm. And that's what happened on that, that first day of Pentecost. And so it's significant, Terry, for a lot of reasons, obviously, but in their own language, it is gigantic because with the birth of the church, then you planted the seeds for the church worldwide, that everyone can participate. This is part of the power of why we need to be as followers of Jesus. We need to see ourselves as Pentecost people because Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit it reminds us of God's missional heart. God wants the gospel to go to the ends of the earth, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, even to the ends of the earth. And God sends the Holy Spirit that gives the followers of Jesus, these first followers of Jesus, the capacity to, to speak out the wonders of God. I think one of the, one of the things that I've noticed in my own Christian experience, when we think about the Holy Spirit, Quite often we think about like the Holy Spirit speaking in a still quiet voice, mm. right? The the whispers of the Holy Spirit, or you you go out, you know, you go out in the wilderness, or you go out into some beautiful place of creation, and you in a solitary space hear the Spirit speaking into your life. And while I'm not denying that that happens on occasion, from day one, the way the Holy Spirit came upon God's people. There was an outward and a missional thrust. The gift of the Holy Spirit, it, it really didn't, it didn't serve those first disciples. It didn't help them in any way, shape, or form. Personally, it was all about them being instruments of God, empowered by God to do the work of God in the world. Mm -hmm. And that, that's like the, the very first thing that happens in the church, they don't have like fellowship time. They don't, you know, don't, don't paint the church building up. They, they share the good news in a way that all the people of the earth could hear it and respond to. So it, it sounds like it's a, um, it's a comforting, but it's also an equipping, yeah, an energizing, a, an interpreting. Uh, it seems like there's a lot more going on than just language. Oh, right. This is just the beginning of the work of the Holy Spirit. And we do have this, this beautiful book in the New Testament. We have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then later we have all of these letters of Paul and Peter and James and John. But in between the Gospels and those letters, we have this book called Acts. And often we say it's the Acts of the Apostles, which is true, 
But I would suggest it's actually the acts of the Holy Spirit through the apostles. And so this, this Pentecost is just the beginning, again, of the outward missional approach that the Holy Spirit brings to God's people. Sure, the Holy Spirit is called uh, the Comforter. Jesus even uses that name. But I would also say that Jesus is that, that the Holy Spirit is also the discomforter. Mm. Sometimes the yeah. Holy Spirit the pushes us yeah. out of our comfort zone. But the good news is when, when God does that, God says, I'm with you. I'm with you, Terry. I'm with you, John. I'm with you, Kathy. If you're willing to step out in faith, you're not alone. Mm. You're, you're never alone. And Gordon Fee, this New Testament scholar, he likes to call the Holy Spirit God's empowering presence. Mm. It's not just God present with us. There's a power to it, mm-hmm. to the Holy Spirit, a dynamism, something that animates our life. So, yes, the Holy Spirit is going to comfort us. But part of that comfort is like, come on, step out individually, communally. We got work to do. Let's go after it together. Okay, fabulous. Okay, so then, Terry, Jesus said, I'm leaving. You're not going to see me anymore. He ascends into heaven, and then the Holy Spirit came down. Now, do you think the apostles knew that this was the, the Holy Spirit, or this was somehow Jesus still? Was there delineation there for them? Boy, that, that's, a, that's a fascinating question, John. The, I mean, we don't know all obviously that was going sure, on in the yeah, mind yeah. of the apostles. But if you, again, I'd encourage your listeners to open up Acts chapter two at some point and look at this after the Holy Spirit comes and the apostles are speaking in these other languages. Yeah. Peter gives his first sermon and Peter interprets what just happened by going back to an old Testament prophecy from the book of mm. Joel. And he, he basically said, not basically, he, he quotes Joel, who says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit. So, I mean, again, think about this, too. Peter is this fisherman from Galilee, right? And all of a sudden now, he stands up and filled with the Holy Spirit, he starts quoting Old Testament. He starts doing theology. He starts interpreting What's going on there? Can you imagine the look on the other apostles, no. the other disciples? Like, where did this come from, right? <laughs> like, but so, so Peter, Peter sets it in the context. Yet Jesus said he's leaving. Actually, Jesus said, it's good that I leave because this one is going to come and he'll be with you forever. And I know that must have mystified, you know, the disciples. How could this be a good thing that Jesus is leaving? But Jesus is like, trust me, my better is better for you. Because this Holy Spirit is not going to just walk alongside you. This Holy Spirit is going to be, you're going to be indwelt by the Spirit. Mm. And you're going to do things that are beyond your imagination. Wow. Reverend Terry Tim with us, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. Terry, we need to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue some conversation about Pentecost, plus some other fun things. It's a Tuesday edition. John is still there, I know. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. 
Select Quote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 928 3355. That's 1 800 928 3355. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 928 3355. That's 1 800 928 3355. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to Northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Jamie's Log, Progressive, the Harrington's Backyard, Day 4, 2.18 a.m. I've been camping outside the Harrington House for four days now, proving that Progressive has 24-7 protection. Mr. Harrington says I don't need to do this, since Progressive protects 24-7 is a pretty easy concept to grasp. But I'm going to stay and prove my point. Besides, there's a big tree branch over the roof, and I think it's planning something. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at fpcp.org. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Hey, ready to go? I sure am. My sleep has been great ever since I started treatment for sleep apnea. Well, nearly 30 million adults have it, including me. Now, let me guess. It was your snoring that gave it away? Oh, yes, it was. Intense snoring is one of the classic signs. Other signs include gasping for breath during sleep and daytime sleepiness. If untreated, the risk of heart disease and stroke increases. I didn't know that, but I'm glad to hear the treatment can help. Certainly can. To learn more about the warning signs, visit DefendSleep.com. We'll see an evening thunderstorm, otherwise mostly cloudy skies for tonight, the low 56. Tomorrow, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 78. Tomorrow night will be overcast with showers, the low 56. A refreshing morning breeze Thursday, otherwise times of clouds and sun. Expect a high Thursday of 71. Friday, we'll see mostly cloudy skies and a high of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. We're talking with Terry Tim. The last thing we were talking about, Pentecost. And as Terry joined us, I was saying, oh, yeah, I remember, Terry, uh, during the break I looked, uh, that Paul Simon album, it was Paul Simon's first solo album where he mentions the Pentecost. The song is called Duncan, uh, 1972. Now, I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I still play that album. My kids know this album. So that's something that's kind of like weirdly dear to me in some way. Oh, yeah? And so earlier today, we were talking about Seals and Crofts. Jim Seals died today at 80. Mm-hmm. Do you have any recollection, Terry, of Seals and Crofts? Oh, boy, that's, <laughs> that's a tough one. He doesn't have it. 
I mean, I can see the two guys. The one guy had a beard, and yeah. they wore that little hat. Right, Diamond, exactly. Remember Diamond Girl? Diamond Girl. That's the girl. one, yeah. That's, Summer, that's the only song or, what, I could No, see. Summer Breeze? Summer Breeze. Yeah. Makes, makes me makes feel me. fun. You know that? Yeah. No. Yeah, it makes me feel fun, yeah. Or they I'll play for fun. you. So, no. so no. Uh, th- that that goes back, I, boy, when you mentioned that, they used to be on the Mike Douglas. Show. Oh, I love Mike Douglas. The Mike Douglas you show. Like, of uh, course I do. Are you kidding, kidding me? me? That's prime time. Oh my gosh, I loved it. Yeah, I remember the because it came on at like at four o'clock or something. Yep, yeah, exactly. Right. right, right. Come oh. home from school, have a little something to eat. You watch know. Mike Douglas. My parents watch Mike Douglas probably every day. Sure. Mm-hmm. That, my mother was a huge. She had it on every day. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, so that's... what about so I I really liked Seals and Crafts, even though that was like I was saying like before my time. I love their music. John really loved that Paul Simon album. Was there anything, Terry, or any artist or a particular song or whatever that you like just really fastened onto? From from way back then? Yeah. yeah. And still have come some connection to today, right? Wow. Well, you know, the band that I I appreciated was the band America. Oh yeah? Yeah. I, I like America. Yeah, and there's still two. I think there's two guys left from America. Was originally three guys. Okay, and that one of them died not too long ago. Uh, but they still tour every once in a while. And mm-hmm. there's this channel that I surf through at Access TV or something like that. And uh, they they're on there every once in a while. Okay, but so I who, so I can't even think of an American say song. A song. Say, yeah. So uh, horse with no name. I've been through oh, the day. Oh, yeah. America okay. would be like to me, like um, bread and three dog night. They're all yeah. sort of the same. Exactly. Okay. Yep. N- no. 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 She hates Listen, it. I, I, I hate bread so much. <laughs> bread is not. Bread is not. I found the diary underneath a tree and and started reading about me. That uh, is the dumbest line. It's a classic this is song. The worst. Yeah. I mean, but you know. So, I mean, true confessions, like most of the time when I was listening to music at that point in my life, yeah. I mean, it was, it was Alice Cooper and Black Sabbath and Deep Purple. <laughs> oh, wait, so where'd America fit in? <laughs> well, I, I do. I'm a sucker for a good melody. I, yeah. And those yeah. guys, they could just, they had, they had nice hooks. I mean, I could, as a musician, I could literally, I could listen to Deep Purple and I've seen Barry Manilow live in concert. See, so, there you go. That... First of all, that's a shot. Might be the first time those acts have ever been mentioned in the same sentence. So, Terry, if we came to Christ Community Church on a Sunday, would we hear this song? Maybe you would prefer. There you are. That's a good song. That is a good song. That's way better than Bread Underneath the Tree. Don't judge Bread by the one song. How about three dollars? Yeah, no, come on. And it's interesting. One of the guys from America became a Christ follower at what? some point. He actually, yeah, I, I can't remember which which one. I think it was Dan Peak, and he actually left the band and had a had a career in the Christian music industry. No kidding. That's cool. yeah, yeah. It's a cool story. But it, it, I like the guitars. I, I'm a big fan of acoustic guitars. Yeah, so yeah. They have a lot of stuff going on. There. I was looking at you know this day in history or this day in rock history last week. Uh, um, Steely Dan uh, released Asia, and I think on that s- album is um, the Garmon Keys. One, you know, oh yeah, some sort of connection to them with Steely Dan. Yeah, listen, I yeah. love the Garmon Keys. Uh, Michael Mardian. Oh really? Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, I love. Remember the Garmon Key tear? I do, I do. I, I mean, here's my Steely Dan story. Though. Hey, tell me. I love Steely Dan. Me too. And they, I saw Steely Dan once at the Civic Arena. They were the warm up 
band for the Beach Boys. Oh, what year was that? Uh, maybe like 75. I was there. I, I mean, was there. I was yeah. in the crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were the they were the opening act yeah. for the Beach Boys. Like mm-hmm. it was a great show. Boy, and if you would have fast forwarded ten years, it would have been flipped. Without a doubt. Yeah. So, well, Brian I mean, Wilson was still in bed. Were, those two guys are just such phenomenal musicians. Oh, they sure were. Fabulous. I don't even I don't even know if I stayed through the whole Beach Boys show to be honest. I mean I, I went to see Steely Dan. Well, because like, you see one you hear one of the songs and you kinda of get where no, they're going. No, no, no. Ah, yeah, it's true. I like the Beach Boys no. still. Come but on. you know what they're doing. I mean it's like, you know It's harmony. It is. Do, don't you love harmony? It's just it's it's they, they the vocals that they put together were outstanding. Can you sing harmony, Terry? Are you can you do no. that? I have I have what they call lead singer disease. <laughs> How's your harmony? Uh, I good. Oh, good. Okay. I mean, I'm just yeah. always curious about that, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll sing lead. You can sing harmony. Okay, great. I'm happy <laughs> yeah, to yeah. do it. That's Terry Tim, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. Tell us about um, your church and what's going on, where you're meeting, and when. Yeah, we uh, meet on Sundays at 10 a.m. Uh, right now, we're meeting at the Crown Plaza Hotel on Fort Couch Road in Upper St. Clair, right across the street from South Hills Village. Mm. And we are actually in a series right now called Pentecost People, mm. 10 weeks of exploring the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. I think, unfortunately, in, in a lot of evangelical churches particularly, we forget about the Holy Spirit. We, you know, and I know that personally. I've taught mm-hmm. a lot about God the Father, Jesus the Son, the Holy Spirit doesn't get enough uh, play in our preaching, in our teaching, in our experience. And so we're we're diving in for the next couple of months around uh, the person and work of the Holy Spirit. Fabulous. You're meeting what time, Terry? 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Outstanding. Terry Tim, Christ Community Good Church you, of the Ter. South Hills. Always a Thanks pleasure, Terry. Thank John. Blessings you. to you. Love you. Bye. Coming up next, does this make sense? Does this make sense? <laughs> 101.5 WORD. Sign up to win our book of the month. New from Greg Laurie. Pastor Greg Laurie's new book is perfect for anyone who loves rock and roll. Lennon, Dylan, Alice, and Jesus traces the lives of rock stars, entertainment figures, and legends who wallowed in the decadence of both the high life and the low life. Get Lennon, Dylan, Alice, and Jesus today and see how no one is out of the reach of God's redemption. Register to win today at wordfm.com slash contests. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems, heating and air. Our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at tmscbac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious, multi-award-winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI-certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. 
Mention Johnny Cathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Parents are extremely important part of their child's education. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. We try to partner with parents and try to instill values that the parents want as well. We love to have parents come in and volunteer for activities, for recess, for lunch, to help out in the classrooms, field experiences once a month. We try to team so that we can meet the child's needs. Imagine, believe, achieve Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade, now enrolling for the fall at Jubilee CS. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? Doorbell cameras. Oh, yeah. Doorbell cameras make perfect sense. I think it's a great invention. I don't have one. But when you see, you know, weird stuff, things that you may have missed without the doorbell camera or missed packages or just whatever, it's good to have a little eye there. I I love the idea. Yeah, 100%. Do you think it makes sense? I'm not convinced. What? What what, what are you looking for? Whatever. What's out there? A lot. Squirrel? Sure. All sorts of weird stuff. You All know that. of the clips I see from doorbell cameras are like weird things your kid did, your dog tried to crash the door. Like, there's what, what are we looking at? I think that you would enjoy it. What, what am I going to... It's an eye on I the neighborhood. What, but no, it's an eye on your front. It's an eye out of your... Like a tiny little... I don't know. I just... What, so I can check on the mailman? I already Check on the, the mailman. mailman. How about the delivery guy? Where'd my package what, go? What? I don't know. I'm just saying, I like the idea of a little eye just looking around I at things. I don't think I do. Just so it doesn't make sense to I you. don't think it does. <laughs> but I could, I might be convinced. Right. I mean, I'm trying to be open-minded about it. It's the ring or something like that, right? Maybe I don't get it. All right, does this make sense? For your car, in western Pennsylvania, tinted windows. What's the deal? I mean... I, it seems really dark to me to have tinted mm-hmm. windows in your car. And then you're driving at night, dark. Plus, it's not like we're living in South Florida. I mean, it's, it's rarely super sunny here. So what's the deal? Why are people digging the uh, tinted? Are they hiding out? Is there some nefarious things going on? What's happening? I, I was kind of like want to hold my, hold my look inside, but then I'm afraid I'm going to get smacked or something. Tinted windows on cars here in the city of Pittsburgh. Does that make sense? Let me say this. I don't have tinted windows on my car, but my husband inherited my mom's car. Yeah, and it has tinted windows. Really? I mean, Man. like in yeah, damn. what? But not super tinted, but you know, factory tinted. It wasn't like she went and had you know the dark, d- dark. like it done post. But his cool is his car is remarkably cooler than mine. Remarkably cooler. What than about mine. night driving? 
Well, the, it's not tinted on the on the front, on the windshield. It's only on the passenger side and rear. Interesting. So, in that regard, I feel a little envious, and so I think that causes me to believe it does make sense. See, it doesn't make any sense to me. It feels as though something's going on, and well, I want to know what's happening. <laughs> but what what makes sense to you? Oh, it doesn't ring the, the ring doorbell. doorbell. I don't Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses. Watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's healthcare bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65+, Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. I remember getting tacos for a quarter in high school. Today, taking my nieces out for tacos demands a quarter of a paycheck. Buying gas is a gas. Buying Gatorade takes financial aid. Buying clothes has me watching knitting videos. And I thought about cutting my own hair until I saw the price of safety scissors. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And prices are up everywhere. Meaning the pressure is up for a lot of us. One thing that we're seeing a lot of listeners do to try to help is a cash out refinance. Home values have gone through the roof meaning most of us could cash out that extra value in our homes to use for life. I had a listener last week that was over the moon with her situation. She said she was going to use the extra cash to pay off all of her debt, do something special for her kids, and then just save the rest to fight these crazy price booms. If you're curious what that might look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court in Melville, New York. I'm listener 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License Number 22672. I love seeing a transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's Best of the Best Dentist in Northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life. For a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry. Perry High. Way in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. The front page of the uh, Wall Street Journal today details a story in the sports world, which actually I think probably has tentacles that reach into uh, the world of politics, geopolitics, and just kind of how we look at things. Um, I know that golf is kind of polarizing when it comes to sports viewing. Some people like me love to watch golf. 
People like you, John? No, I don't mind it. You don't mind it? Okay. No, I really don't. It's beautiful to watch. Yeah. There, there is some excitement to it, yeah. but it's a long slog. I mean, sure. I to watch it for like five hours. I mean, golf sometimes goes on forever and ever. It does. Over three days sometimes. Four days. Christy, you like to watch golf? I do like to watch golf. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Um, so at least the three of us have some kind of like working knowledge of the sport yeah. and uh, whatever, but... I don't know if you have been following the Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson story that's been unfolding over the last several I, uh, months. I, I have. Right. So Phil. Phil, Phil Mickelson decided to kind of throw his lot in with um, the Saudi-backed mm. Live Golf or L-I-V Golf. I'm actually not sure which way you pronounce it. I've heard it both ways. Um, so uh, And got in huge trouble for that. Uh, Phil Mickelson, one of the most uh, easily recognizable faces, voices, um, golf swing in all of the pga he's probably in his early 50s right now so his his has already played his best golf but just last year won the pga in a really amazing amazing tournament but he made a lot of headlines when he did this because of how horrible the saudis are with human rights i mean we remember the khashoggi story right But the united states is ponying back up again in that relationship so but Phil Mickelson is representing himself and his interest, mm-hmm. and so it looked like a cash grab for mm-hmm. somebody who's already spectacularly, unbelievably wealthy. And then, of course, news came out that he was some $40 million in debt from gambling. But what that's, that? again, that's a side story. News comes today, as I said, front page of the Wall Street Journal, that Dustin Johnson, who is uh, one of the top names in golf, has also decided that he is fully committed to the LIV golf series of events. And not only that, but he has resigned his membership in the PGA. Mm-hmm. So that's really something. That's an extraordinary decision. He's one of the top flight golfers in uh, in this international sport. Also married, by the way, to Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Really? I, I didn't know, know that. that. No, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, but... In his news conference, which I went on YouTube and looked at today, this is what he said, quote, I thought it was best for me and my family. I don't want to play golf for the rest of my life, which I felt like I was probably going to have to do. Okay, so let me fast forward to say that it makes you think, well, so uh, Dustin Johnson is concerned about his longevity, right? Longevity. Um, Dustin Johnson has made seventy four point three million dollars on the PGA Tour, ranking third all time in career earnings behind Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. Now that's just the money he has received from, from playing professional golf. Don't forget his pension plan, his earnings associated with the PGA Tour, endorsements, right? And his endorsements and sponsorships. Wait. And he says that he's going to throw his lot in with the Saudi Golf League because he doesn't want to have to play golf. The rest of his life. What, do you think he's going to like have a part-time job in retirement working at the 7-Eleven? What are we talking about Wait, here? How does Phil Mickelson get $40 million That's in a very debt? good how, question. What kind of sickness so, so is that? I don't know, but there's a new book coming oh, out that I, I don't even want to read because I'm a huge Phil fan. Don't be so I don't even want to. I don't even want to read it. $40 million in debt. Dustin Johnson is 37 years old and was ranked number one in the world as recently as last year. He's a two-time major champion, still a threat to win every major tournament. He's in now. Now, here's the most pressing question, is whether if you do throw your lot in with LIV, whether you can still play in the majors, whether you can still play in the PGA well, you, majors, like the Masters, but you've the PGA. Rid of your, I'll be, you've gotten rid of your membership. Right. So he said – so when uh, 
Dustin Johnson said this, I can't answer for the majors, but hopefully they're going to allow us to play. He said, I plan on playing there unless I hear otherwise. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure why it would be in the PGA's interest to let them play. You know what I mean? Because they're a draw. That's why it's in their interest. Because people want to go see them, right? right? That's the only reason why. Otherwise, who cares? Go back and hang out with the Saudis. How about that story? What a hot mess. I mean, I, it's I – so it's he a, said – so Graham McDowell is also a former U.S. Open, Open champion, and um, he was asked about the Jamal Khashoggi situation. You know, horrible, he was horrible. Mur- absolutely horrible, murdered by the Saudi government. He said, quote, the Khashoggi situation has been incredibly polarizing. I think we all agree um, that it was reprehensible. Nobody's going to argue that fact, but we are golfers, and he says that golf can be a force for good in the world. Now, come on. Now, can you, I don't think you no, can no. have that both oh, ways. Oh, you know, I know the Nazis did this, right. but I'm going to go and, you know, right, play golf. golf there. I'm not going to try to equate the Saudis, I, I but think, you know what I mean? Poor I, behavior is poor. I think, poor I, think, I, think that, I think that just sounds cheap. It is. You can justify, uh, you know, your cash however you want to. That's all it is. It's surprising to me that someone of his caliber has decided to do that there must be a lot of dis first of all there must be an incredible amount of cash that's being offered to them by LAV and the second thing is there has to be there has to be a a substantial amount of dissatisfaction in the PGA for them to want to make that move I just think it's all about the money could be that's all it could be but st- if you're 40 million dollars in debt you can do anything well that's money. Phil but I don't think Dustin. Well, I'm not Who saying knows? Dustin Johnson is that. Well, I mean, so like whether it's Phil or Michael Jordan, when you reach these levels, look how Michael Jordan was a gambler of you know just his addiction was off the charts as well. Right. So you make this huge cash and then you blow it all. That's crazy. It's so upside down, isn't it? Maybe he's just comparing his wealth with his in laws. Uh, he's concerned about maybe Wayne is like, but Wayne Gretzky couldn't have made nearly no as way. much money no, as no, Dustin Johnson. Of course not. No. Don't you love Wayne Gretzky? Yeah, of course. I mean, not as much as I love Mario. No, of course not. But still, <laughs> Just feel like you have I, to say. I feel like I need to say that but, out loud. But, you know, there's, he's like the Babe Ruth of hockey yeah, in a way. I mean, I know. he's like Bobby Orr, Wayne yep. Gretzky. I mean, holy smokes. And Mario up there as well. Right. Anyway, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens Very in the golf so. world. I'm really happy you guys watch golf. Thanks, you guys. Pleasure. That's another thing my family doesn't like. Well, here's yeah, We the talked problem. about Ovaltine. You know how they get on me for that and yeah. my cantina chips and my plain yogurt? They get on me about the golf. There's a lot of dysfunction going on. There is. But the problem with watching golf, it's usually a nice day and you're inside watching TV, which I have a problem with. Yeah, Yeah, I I understand. I know you have have it. But there's nothing nicer than a Sunday afternoon where you're laying on the sofa and you turn that on Mm. and you're going to take a snooze during the tournament. You know you're taking a snooze. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You're going to hit record. You're going to go back and watch it if something important happens. If not, you're just going to kind of wake up in a leisurely fashion. Yeah, be all kind of groggy on a Sunday. It's great. I like it. National Chocolate Ice Cream Day, John. Uh, is it important for you to have that on a regular basis? No, but I, I won't deny it. Christy? <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared. <laughs> Listen, that was nice. I'm doing other Listen, things back here. We were waiting with bated breath to hear your opinion on National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Don't disappoint, Christy. I was doing other things. I um, I really like chocolate ice cream, and I have some in my freezer that I will be enjoying tonight. Do oh, you? Oh, yeah. goodness. You See, did, I'm she not came a huge through. fan. You're not? No. What? Not, it's all right. It's like oxygen. Only if... What? No, I'd much rather have vanilla any day of the week. Really? Yeah, I'm just not that into it. How about like... We went to Rita's the other night, 
and had some gelati. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing the vanilla custard. With yes. the, my wife does the twist. Which I don't want that. Don't don't bring that twist near my gelato. Now, and and she's putting like the fruity stuff, the, like the it's like mango on top of the chocolate. Mm. No, see that that does not seem that seems wrong. I thought so too. I mean, the mango thing is really good, but the twist. Don't you feel like vanilla can accent everything? Well, of course, it can accent chocolate. It can accent fruit. It can accent nuts or yogurt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but chocolate, I feel like it steals the show. It's a lot. But chocolate, is there anything better than a nice dark chocolate ice cream? Mm. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't Delish. think so. Delish. No, it's too much for me. Huh. No. I'd rather have a vanilla ice cream with some chocolate that's so, sauce that's so. and some cocktail Well, peanuts. I like that. Kind of. Tinnerif. Well, happy National Chocolate Ice Cream Enjoy Day. Enjoy it, everybody. Yeah, please. Go out. Have a banana split this evening, right? Wouldn't that be delicious? Mm, I've been always. into split ice cream in my freezer. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.